random bystander here. I am a random bystander who is here. I am the Wash. And I'm Kirby Dance. Again. And we're talking about a bug's life. <laughs> I like that pause. Dramatic effect. You said that as hokey as you could. In the editing, in the editing, I want you to fit a, like a drum roll in between <laughs> sentences. <laughs> and have it just cut off randomly too. Like, it's just yeah. like, like mid drum roll, like <laughs> a bug's life. <laughs> I will say I haven't finished editing the first episode, so I'm going to put that drum roll in and it will only make sense when people get to the so second episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. I am in heavy support of that. All right, so we all watched A Bug's Life, some sooner than others. <laughs> Watch has had a few days to get the movie and his opinions of it through his mind. Mm. Um, you I had a few it. hours. I watched it this afternoon. Uh, I watched it literally. I, oh, I've been. Yeah, you... I mean, I haven't been thinking too much about it. I think uh, what I what my, my my thoughts on it are pretty concrete right now, uh, but. Mm. A certain someone here, a certain bystander <laughs> here, decided. To, I I has watched it in like a few minutes ago. <laughs> it was a half hour ago, and the only reason it was a half hour ago was because it took us a half hour to set up the recording. That process. was a disaster. Yeah, a bug's life. So yes, when was the? What did we start with with Toy Story? Uh, like, the history, the history with the movie. Well, yeah. Bugs Life was the second film syndrome of Pixar, and a lot of people were like, is Toy Story a fluke? Is it the only thing that's going to happen that's good from them? And A Bugs Life was basically Pixar saying, no, we're still cool. I do remember thinking that at the age of four. Is Pixar, right, is Pixar yeah. as a company? Well, I mean, like, historically, behind the scenes. Yes. But we, no, I, I, if you mean, like... Yes. I, I, I actually didn't own a, like, real copy of Toy Story because I just recorded it, but my parents actually did own a VHS copy of A Bug's Life that I own, and I probably watched it a bit more than Toy Story when I was I a wa- kid. I watched I, the I, heck I out I, of The Bug's Life VHS when I was a kid. Did you know that they had different VHS covers? Yes. Yes, I did. I thought I that like, was really cool. I was really upset as a kid that I got stuck with Dot. <laughs> I got Heimlich... I got stuck with Dot. Oh my god, I did not know this. I got stuck wow. with Dot when I was a kid. I was so upset. <laughs> oh, I was happy to have the beautiful Dot. butterfly. Dot is the... Was Dot the spider? No! What? Dot was the what? little ant. Yeah. Oh, I, I think god. we know how Wash feels about the film. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. The characters were so memorable to him. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I did. I did watch the heck out of it as a kid, though. I. I, I yeah. My, my my two watched most watched Pixar movies as a kid were probably Monsters Inc. and Toy Story. But I did watch A Bug's Life a lot as a kid. I do remember plopping in yeah. front of the TV yeah. a lot to watch the VHS. And when I was a kid, yeah. I did really like it. Even into adulthood, not not as much as when I was a kid, but for the most part, throughout the years, I did like Bug's Life quite a bit. Yes, yeah, and uh, I I had quite the same experience. I'm pretty sure I had that same um, VHS. I, I think it was my uncle's VHS tape actually, but we we watched the heck out of it. And uh, either way, we'll talk about it uh, later. But I do have the distinct memory of of laughing my butt off at the um at the bloopers in the credits. <laughs> uh, That's the yes, only thing the I didn't parts. see. One of the best parts of the movie. Uh, it spoilers. is <laughs> spoilers, but it's one of the best parts of the movie. And then Woody comes in. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, 
So that's our impression of Bugs Life. And if we're saying the bloopers yeah. are the best part, that... I, I will say that because it, it was just kind of like a part of my childhood. And then I I haven't watched it like since my childhood. And I remember as I was as I was getting into like high school and stuff, I would just had like this, like, oh, uh, Bugs Life. You know, it doesn't have as, as high of a rating on Rotten Tomato. <laughs> as I was growing up, I, was, I just kind of like, eh, it was boring probably and probably. then <laughs> and, and then I actually I actually watched it in high school and I was surprised I was surprised that it like how much of it like still works like how much of it was still really funny there were some weaker elements and I'll definitely talk about that oh yeah um yes so we'll definitely talk about that it but, has a um, 92 on Rotten Tomatoes by the way I die I'm on the page right now a, I just looked it up 92 Wow. Uh, ironically enough, it feels like it was a movie made in 1992. Yeah. Casting choices. Oh, yeah. Like a ton of uh, television actors. Is it, um, uh, what's his face? Like, Raymond? Or like, or like the guy yeah. from Everybody Loves Raymond in this one? The, the guy, the guy from uh, uh, Raymond's brother in the movie. That's yeah. right. John Ratzenberger uh, is in this movie. That's not Raymond's well, brother, but yes, he is in this movie. Yeah, Shocker. He, he's in this movie, and it, like I said in the last episode, it was probably a big coincidence, like that that they that they rehired him. But once they hired him again in Toy Story three, it was like, do you mean well, Toy Story two? Gotta make it a thing. <laughs> Toy Story two, you mean? Toy Story two, my bad. Yeah, yeah. So let's get on to the movie. I guess I can start with the basic plot synopsis. Yeah, sure. I was doing a little bit of research on it, and I actually found that this is actually based on a, an Aesop fable. This is based on the, the fable, The Ant and the Grasshopper. Ooh. Do you guys know that one? No. No. The basic story is that a grasshopper is singing through the... It's, it's, it's just singing and playing around at, while the ants are uh, preparing uh, food for the winter. And then once the winter comes in, the grasshopper wants to have the food, but the ant is like, no, go die in the snow or something like that. Uh, it's not a, it's, it's a very mean-spirited uh, fable. Um, <laughs> but the, wow, a the, perfect Pixar film material. <laughs> Makes you question if Hopper is really the villain or not. But that's the thing. The, the original concept was they just wanted to do a movie about insects. They're still in the middle of Toy Story production, and they're like, okay, for the next film... Insects are gonna are st- still gonna be uh, relatively easy to do uh, with CGI because of the smooth textures and all. Like yeah. we can work with that. So Disney just kind of uh, gave them this, the ant and the grasshopper idea, and they said, "Well, if if we're talking about real life, the grasshopper could just take the ant's food, and that's the premise of of a bug's life. The grasshoppers have just they almost like brainwash the ants into just giving them the food." And just like festering this idea that like it's 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 a dark world out there. You're gonna get uh, the the bugs are gonna be out to get you. Let us uh, protect you, and we'll let and you'll us give us food. You. Yeah, pretty much. Let us protect you as long as you give us food each year. And they they just been working year after year, struggling to 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 make it until one inventive ant named Flick, played by Dave Foley, screws it all up like horribly massively loses loses all of their food and hopper the grasshopper the lead grasshopper um <laughs> just hopper the, gra- the way you said hopper the grasshopper <laughs> hopper, the lead, laugh. 
Okay, continue. Hopper, the lead grasshopper, gives them another chance to get the food until the last leaf falls. Flick is put on trial and he suddenly has an idea. I'm gonna go out to the city and get some warrior bugs to protect us from the grasshoppers. And they love this idea because frankly, it just means that Flick gets out of their hair. So at that point, he finds some, some bugs that he's sure to be the greatest, the fiercest warrior bugs. They've just beaten up some, some tough flies. But it turns out that they're all circus bugs who just got fired. Flick thinks that the circus bugs are warrior bugs. The circus bugs thinks Flick is a talent scout. And it's not until they come back to the village and the, uh, the circus bugs see the dangers that is ahead of them that they have to suddenly lie about what just happened. As the film goes on, they try to build a bird together. Everything works out merrily until the, the leader of the circus uh, shows up and reveals that the, the bugs are in fact circus bugs. They're all clowns and the ants have no chance now to get to defeat the grasshoppers. Or do they? <gasps> dun dun dun. And so it's up to and, Flick. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> so it's up to <laughs> So it's, so up, it's to up, Flick. up to So up to up to Flick and the circus bugs in order to yes. save the ant hill from Hopper and the grasshoppers. Yes. And then they all live happily ever after question mark except for <laughs> not hopper not and hopper also, and also in, there's in no bugs life there's no bugs life too there's no bugs life too it's not happening uh, listen if you pay close attention to toy story 2 <laughs> <laughs> oh god i almost fell off my chair oh my god <laughs> all right anyway I'm keeping that so in. long story short <laughs> flick is an inventor who wants to help his colony but his fellow ants just don't understand him through a wild series yes. of misunderstandings Flick hires some circus bugs to drive off the grasshoppers. Will Flick's colony understand him, or will a bug's life be more... Uh... <laughs> a bug's life be bigger than it sounds. <laughs> I didn't have that written down, so when I got to the end, all, all I could think was, how do I finish this? I won't give you props, because until you until you studied there, I thought you were reading off of IMDb. No. No, I didn't read that. That was uh, impromptu. <laughs> I was I'm impressed. Good work. Good work. Good work. All right. Thank so, you. what should we talk about the movie first? Because um, I have an interesting fact about the movie in general. But if we're gonna start with characters, it's not appropriate to. Well, I mean, that. I mean, if you have an interesting fact, I think that's a good place to start as any. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, apparently, I was I was with my mom when I was watching this, and I was talking about my nephew, and mm-hmm. she, and I was like, did did he like this movie and he and she goes not really and he go and i go why and because he thought it was scary (laughs) scary yeah if you really think about it the grasshoppers in this movie are terrifying the grasshoppers okay but everything else it was more the grass like certain (laughs) moments of the grasshoppers like yeah the grasshoppers were terrifying to him, so he didn't really like it that much. And I will give you one fact to build on top of this, because I just read about this earlier. The character design, they originally were going to uh, make this like true to life, but they, they couldn't make it like true to life while still looking appealing and looking like something 
like something like you would care about. Yeah. Uh, they uh, made the ants have two uh, arms and two legs, but they actually added two extra legs to the grasshoppers to make them look even more frightening. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh god, the extra legs! <laughs> the, the, the grasshoppers have four legs, but they gave them two extras because it wasn't scary enough. <laughs> this, this is the inverse of that Toy Story 1 thing I was talking about last time, with Woody and Buzz being on equal footing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were terrifying, apparently, for him. And, and, my, and I, I, I laugh at it, but my mom goes, It's scary! It is! <laughs> and it, there were moments where the grasshoppers in particular were, like, genuinely terrifying. Like, and I was like, oh, maybe this, that's why it's not really that marketable in Pixar anymore. Yeah, they, this is a, a much more classic sort of villain. I mean, it's still a villain with a, a really core motivation, which is Hopper is essentially scared of the ants. And it's when Flick realizes that, that the whole ants, like, come together and they, and they defeat Hopper. Yeah, that scene was cool, but <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it. That, 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 that is his motivation. He's he wants he's basically using the ants for his own personal gain, and he, even though he knows he they won't be able to survive without them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's and that's why like there's that that great scene where um where Hopper just kind of he demonstrates the power of the ants with a puny little grain. This one little grain uh, do it? No. Did this one? Huh? No. How about this? And he just crushes there were three guys whose idea it was and he crushes them all yeah he killed them they're dead yeah they're, they're, dead. they're dead they're dead we don't see them they're dead. Dead. Worst... Yeah. i would say one of pixar's worst deaths in the movie but that's not true <laughs> <laughs> no no that no. is not true but no, um no, no, no. yeah that this this movie was not afraid to like be more a Adult at points than other Pixar films. Oh, I want to go that far. I yeah, I will say that that this because like I found like an old review where they where one critic described Toy Story as spring loaded elusive prankishness, which is a very good description. <laughs> Was it like well okay let's amp up the quotability and let's amp up the jokes even further in a buzz light. They started production on this before Toy Story had uh, had entered theaters. Like they were they were uh, getting it ready. I also noticed that the uh, two of the three writers credited in, in this, their previous writing credits was Hercules. Oh wow, that explains a yeah. lot. That explains a lot, and especially explains like all these crazy different personalities that come up. Like when you when you compare it to to Toy Story, like the core is Woody and Buzz, and you you uh, know their sort of background and their and their development a lot. Uh, more than the side characters, although they do have their um, their own sort of uh, growth and their own sort of arc. But yeah. with this one, it it it's a massive cast, and the cast becomes hit and miss. Yeah, <laughs> reflecting on that, it's, while I do like the plot of this movie, you can't really talk about the plot, about the plot without the characters. Yeah, I, I I will. I do have something to to speak about with the plot, but let's first get into the characters, starting with Flick. boring. Yeah. Yes, yes, boring. I um, I, this may he's be boring, because... he's bland, his voice is so normy. Everything about this guy screams predictability, start to finish. Nothing he said was remotely interesting, unique, or fun. Memorable? Memorable, fun, anything. Yeah, yeah. Everything like, like he especially... said, everything he said was came out of the book of normal things to say in a movie. 
the puns were some of the puns like like I found funny, but coming out of him, like a lot of it just fell on deaf ears. I guess there's a, supposed to be like a a um a love thing, a crush thing with Princess oh Ada. That was so that was so out of nowhere and forced. Yeah, yeah it, it it showed up like a couple times, and then at the very end, Flick gets the girl and. Yeah, yeah. This film has a lot of uh, troubled with uh, with cliches, but I will get to that when we talk about plot. Yeah, I this maybe because it, I think it's my nostalgia talking right now. I don't <laughs> mind flick as much as you guys do, but mm-hmm. I do see why you could like find him boring because he does say, he does just he does feels like he is just there for the plot. His design is literally he's just blue, a blue ant. If if, if the movie didn't make such a big deal of literally putting spotlight on him, an actual spotlight on him, I have a hard time. I would have a hard time differentiating him from the other man. But the movie makes it such a big point because they they knew they knew that this character was so bland and boring and so lookalike to everybody else. They literally put a spotlight Mm -hmm. on him so you would know. Oh, this is flick. It's funny you mentioned the color because in the in the original script for this, the original script is actually quite d- different from it. Flick was originally a red ant named Red, so that was how it was distinguished from the other ants. And more crucially, his original role was as the ring leader of the circus bugs. Ooh. Hmm. Red, as he was called then, he was going to have heard about it from some, they lose their, um, their circus work, and then he hears some ants that are recruiting some warriors, and he says to the, uh, the circus bug, hey, let's pretend that we're warriors so we can get a gig and we can do some, um, some, some side work, I guess, with these uh, desperate ants. Once they had that idea, the trouble becomes, okay, how the heck do you make the circus bug likable? Because the whole thing is that they they knowingly lied to the poor desperate ants, and all of a sudden they're supposed to have a change of heart and be like, "We're actually gonna help out these ants." Yeah, good point. They were getting like pretty far into the animation, and then Andrew Stanton, one of the screenwriters, just had a really hard time like sitting well with that uh, concept. So they they essentially um, started from scratch. And just we and we did the um, we did the plot, and changed uh, red into flick. And I really wish they changed up, up his design though. Like maybe if you just kept the red ant thing and just made it the same, that would make him a, probably a little bit more interesting. With Hopper, they give the backstory that he he got attacked by a bird and he's scared of scared of birds. And one of the ways that you can you can distinguish him from the from the other is that he has this large scar on his eye, and his and the eye itself is a little bit white. He's damaged on the outside and the inside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what are you, what are you gonna do with his... Flick like that? The, the Flick doesn't have anything like that. I, I, I wish they kept him red. I don't, because if they did it red, then people would be like, well, if he's red, then he can't be in one of the other ants because he's a, he's a red ant or a fire ant. It's a different species from the rest of the ants. With Princess Ada, her distinction is that she's wearing a crown. Yeah. Even a, a small one, but a crown. Like, you just a gave him a one, but hat. A crown. <laughs> Give him a a baseball cap (laughs) with a cheese logo. Give him a personality. 
Yeah. That's Give it. him a personality. Yeah, yeah. That. Okay, that we was... all don't like Flick. I I like him more than you guys, but I. I, I mean the the one personality they the one personality they gave him was really uh, being an inventor, an inventor like like a. You could argue that he thinks quickly on his feet, but that's about it. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna be a protagonist, you kind of gotta. <laughs> it's kind of required. <laughs> Especially with, with like a premise like this, the whole thing is that there, there's some some uh, huge misunderstanding, and you got to figure out a, a new plan. Yeah. So I, I I will say this about Flick. This annoys me every time I watch the movie, and it still does. The whole thing with Flick being an inventor in the first in the opening part of the movie, when Flick is using his invention for practical purposes, and he's just kind of yeah. throwing the leaves or the yeah, the leaves on the plant, like, away carelessly, and it hits... What's her name? I can't even remember her name. Uh, Princess Adder. Adder, thank you. And everyone's yelling, Oh, Flick, you and your inventions are a waste of time. No, it's not. No, Just, it's just not. have Flick fire the leaves somewhere else where it's not going to hit anybody, and look at that. This is a, yeah. this is a brilliant invention, but the, the status like, quo like, of the movie the, is look- that Flick is an inventor who's not understood by his colony. You gotta, you gotta, no, you no. gotta feel bad for Flick. You know, you got, you gotta realize that no one in the colony likes I've, him or his misunderstood ideas. It's all just so painful. Everyone is saying, "Get back in line." <laughs> yeah, so yeah. painful. It's painful. It's so painful. I know. And, and a- then and then by the end of it, once Hopper dies, and they they cut back to after the winter, after they, the rain. After, after, the, after rain. the rain, yeah. Oh yeah, it was after the rain. Yeah, once they cut back after uh, after that, like you can see, like uh, a whole bunch of ants that are using uh, Flux invention. And the first one we see with that same guy who's who is like, get back in line. Yeah, and he's using Flux invention. Yep. Yep, and he developed as a character. He changed his mind. What? Yeah, I know. Characters, <laughs> people can change their minds. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, enough about Flick. The circus bugs. Well, uh, no, because we do have a couple of other ants that are quite right. crucial to the plot. Uh, very true. We have Ada, which boring. is... Boring! Yes. Yeah. She's quite. so, so boring. Another She's character. stressed out. Another That's a personality. Everything she does, everything she says, every way she develops, you can see it coming from the five-minute mark. Yeah. Uh... Dot is... Annoying. I thought you were gonna say boring, but that I works too. I wanted to, and she is boring technically, but I thought she was annoying too. Changing it up. The little kid character. She she literally had the line, "Just you wait." She yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Whenever she screams, is that every little girl scream you've heard in a movie scream? I hate it. Yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, I'm assuming no one's gonna bring this character up. Um, an observation that I made literally like the frame that I saw her um, the queen have either of you played Oddworld I played a little bit of that as a kid but I remember so go to Google that. Google images look up Oddworld munch and tell me it's not like almost a spitting image of the queen oh. <laughs> okay so what yes so... <laughs> as soon as soon as she came on screen I was just that's Oddworld for those of you uh, listening, Herbie just posted a picture of... What is the picture of? Munch. Again? His Munch. name is Munch. 
I mean, you, you, can, you can show you can show it in the post editing, but that is spitting image that of is, the queen. Yeah. It's it's the eyes. I know it's really just the eyes, but it's, it's, immediately yeah, yeah, the yeah. first thing I thought of was just immediately I thought of Odd World. <laughs> like even the the discoloration. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah! In, wow. In, in fairness, so, in fairness, uh, Munch's Odyssey came out after Bugs Life did, so I'm not saying they're ripping it off. But first thing I thought of, and I, I had it written in the notes because I took notes this time. I had that written in the notes in very <laughs> the only notes that I have in all caps are the Queen looks like Munch and oh my god I forgot Randy Newman sung a song in the end credits and it's worse than <laughs> and it's worse than oh the songs gosh. in Toy Story One. Oh my god! Oh yeah, really really quick tangent. The, the song Randy Newman sings during the end credits is even worse and tangent. It's we the time to... of oh your life, <laughs> so leave it well. It okay, only I goes like... around one time, oh far I as would... I can tell. <laughs> it's the time <laughs> of your life. It's the time oh of your no. life. Oh my god! It's the time. I don't know how they managed to make it worse. So leave thought, it well. I really okay. thought strange things was the worst, but oh my god, this is no. so much worse. Okay, I, I was I was gonna say we should save that for the end, but there's no way we're gonna get to repeat what Wando just did. <laughs> yeah. Just so. Uh, yes, the end credits music was jarring, yeah. to say the least. I forgot, and I completely forgot about it. I, I literally turned it off like <laughs> like three lines in because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Nope, I watched the movie. That's all I need to watch." Oh, you didn't watch the bloopers? No, I didn't because I was running out of time, and I didn't think it would take oh, yeah. that long to set up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, okay. So, right. so anyway, either, getting back. To what we were talking about. The Queen was not as boring, in my opinion. Yeah, she was okay. When it is revealed that the circus bugs are just circus bugs and they're not warrior bugs, Flick's still trying to convince everybody, no, we can still do the, we can still do the bird. It, it can work. It's going to work. And the Queen comes up to him. I have this written down in quotes. The Queen walks up to him and says, I never thought I'd see the day an ant would put himself over the rest of his colony. What? Even Flick said that. Yes, yes, and that's Even the second part. That, I have yeah. the note continues. It makes absolutely zero sense, and Flick responds by going, what? Or, I, I, that's what I said. I said, what? And then Flick echoed it. It was the one time I thought, yeah, yeah, Flick. But I'm thinking, not Flick, you're boring. But I, that makes no sense. He's trying to help his colony. That's the whole reason he's doing this. The only clue that I saw during this was um, that, like, right after this, Ada says, the point is, you lied to us. Yeah, yeah. So now you're putting yourselves over the rest of the colony. Like what? And yeah, yeah. I know Flick. Another reason that Flick didn't want the truth to be revealed was because they'd be making fun of him because and they'd be mad at him and blah blah blah. But by the by that point, he actually thought of an idea that would work, and he thought of that idea. Yeah, part to help himself, but also to save the colony. Yeah. Duh. It's, it sucks. Yeah. So they did it for the plot. It's so stupid. It's bad. This is bad. Speaking this is, of, this is a bad movie. He's going to come out and say it now. Okay. This movie oh. is bad. I thought I 
Wow, you're, wow, you're going over that far. I, I, I'm not sure if I can go quite. I'm not yeah, sure if I, I wouldn't call it I'll, bad. I'll, 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 I'll get back to that at the end. I, uh, I, I would I call let, it flawed. I let loose. I let loose too early. Hopper. Hopper. Hopper's good. Yeah. yeah Hopper like is not a twist villain. <laughs> and probably one of the good things about the 90s. <laughs> They're villains. <laughs> Toy Story 2 was the 2000s. Was it? Yeah, we know. Was it? Or was I it think it was. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Either way. Um, but yeah, Hopper was... He, he was bad to the bone since the beginning of the film. And, like... And he... I just, like... Hopper was intimidating, but he even had some goofy moments, especially with Malt. <laughs> he was very, very reminiscent of like a classic Disney villain. Yeah, like a, especially like a Renaissance Disney villain. It's essentially evil, and he knows it. I mean, he he has a there's a little bit of a backstory, but it's just it's just pure malice towards the ants. Like he was he was fully ready to squish the queen. A detail about Hopper that I really liked. You could tell when he got really angry because you could see his eye would twitch. I, I think it might have been the eye that was attacked by the bird. I'm not positive on that one, but his eye would twitch. And that would almost be him holding himself back because once he let loose, his eye wouldn't twitch anymore because he, he was really angry at that point. But when he was holding it in, you could see him trying to hold it in because his eye would twitch. That is a brilliant detail. I really like that. I swear, if I hadn't promised Mother on her deathbed that I wouldn't kill you, I would kill you. And believe me, no one appreciates that more than I do. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Richard then, Kind is a gem. <laughs> I like when they're um when they're out of the ant colony, where they were in that can or wherever they were, and Hopper was getting the massage, and the brother comes up, and he goes, hey, do you want to hear about my plan? No. Oh, all right. And then he starts to go away. He's like, I guess I'll Good. leave then. Good. All right. Good. Well, if you want to know. <laughs> but this is the one yeah. where we I one thing about a lot of some 90s movies is that you kind of find the villains more interesting than the heroes. Oh, mm. well, <laughs> at least with Flick. <laughs> I I am definitely of the opinion that the grasshoppers in general which were the best part of the movie. Yeah, the grasshoppers were fun villains, I'd say. And while Hopper was intimidating, the rest kind of were like comic relief, except for Thumper who was just just, just scary. I, I will note that this uh, film really um, cranks up with the Disney references. Like we have the grasshopper named Thumper. Like uh, earlier in the movie, oh, um, yeah. Hopper. Earlier in the movie, Hopper says, uh, it's, "She said something like, it's a buggy's bug world out uh, out there.' One of those circle of life kinds of things. One of the you hear one of the ants like when the circus bug when Flea comes to the ant colony." And they see something, you hear him go, Jiminy H. Cricket! Yeah, they really they really cranked up, and I have a feeling that, that uh, a lot of that came from the, the Hercules writers. Yep. But, uh, the circus bugs. Um, things that I didn't notice, um, when, uh, huh. <laughs> you're, and you're the Bugs Life defender here. <laughs> yeah, I know, but there's, I, I, I kind of liked some of them. Uh, so some of the some of the circus bugs were better than others. Yes, I and some of them had arcs. Some of them I don't know how. Okay, let's let's get this out of the way because I know none of us probably none of us liked them. The rolling bugs. The rolling bugs, yeah, those ones. The, yeah, the minions. Yeah, the minions. Okay, so the, they were the closest thing to minions in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So 
they, 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 they contribute something to the plot. They're the reason why Hopper lets the circus bugs perform towards the end of the movie. They did something, but that's all they were good for. Moving on. One of the only aspects where they were like absolutely crucial to the plot, as they're flying back to the ant colony, Flick explains like uh, what's happening and that they have to um, they have to defeat all these grasshoppers. But he says it to the only two people who can understand English. Yeah, that too. And then that's their use. And then they, it's yeah. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, there are more interesting ones to talk about. Like I said, some of them are better than the others. <laughs> They get funny lines, which I think is good enough. Some just had interesting designs, like uh, the stink bug. I think it was. Was he a stink bug? The uh, stink. Oh, you're or, talking no, about he was the a beetle. A beetle. You're talking about the beetle. Oh, the dung beetle. The dung beetle. Yes, his design was cool, but I wouldn't really call him that interesting. He was just like a. He, he was. He was just like a big. Oh yeah, bear. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah, I think his name is Skid, and he's like, Skid, don't want to go. And I thought it was Dim. What is it? What's his name? Who cares? It's just uh... a bug's life. Uh... <laughs> um, but either way, the dung beetle. Yeah, interesting design, but they could have used um, the brother and everybody loves Raymond more. Mm. So... This probably wasn't actually the best quote of the movie, but I have written down in the notes. What's the point of going out there? They'll only laugh at me. That's because you're a clown! I'm just gonna say right up front here, pretty much the only circuit bugs I care about are P.T. Flea, uh, Slim, and Heimlich. Uh, I know P.T. Flea. P.T. Flea's Slim the is best the, one. Slim Hands is down. the stick bug. Okay, yeah, stick yeah, bug. yeah, he's the stick bug, and who's the other? Heimlich is the caterpillar. I will argue... Okay. One more, maybe, but that's maybe because I, I don't know. This one may be a bit more topical to talk about these days. Francis. Francis, who's Francis? The ladybug. The, hold on. Do you not remember no, the ladybug? I remember the ladybug. I, mean, I know, I remember why, why the ladybug. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking it up. Is it like, like, is there something topical about Dennis Louie? I was really confused. No, 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 no. It's just, it's not really about. It's just like this. Maybe thinking too deep into it. It was there was like a whole bunch of gender jokes, with like, yeah. and I'm just thinking now I'm being like, ooh, that's that's that may be a problem now. <laughs> I I actually found that like, well, I I mean some, like, some, I mean a lot of it just kind of like f- fell apart with that sort of like they think that Francis is a woman. A couple of the scenes actually at least came from a like a genuine part of like of finding his feminine side. Yeah, that yeah. I was kind of I was actually kind of okay with. I yeah, mind- a, a big thing with a lot of the circus bugs and kind of why for the, they're mostly miscompared to hit for me was that with the circus bugs, it was, here's their gimmick, have fun with that for the rest of the movie. But Francis the Ladybug yeah. actually did, you know, have find his arc. feminine side. Yeah. 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 And, and, and Although yeah, they I- do refer to Francis as her a lot, if not all the time. Well, they, they kind of switch back and forth. And, and the fact that their name is Francis... Kind of gives you a clue that this is an androgynous character. Yeah. Again, something I didn't really think about when I was first watching it as a kid. But... No, no. I, I, I did come in prepared, but I was... I, w- I won't say surprised, but I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't that wasn't as awful as I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. For what I definitely wasn't thinking about that when I was a four-year-old. I was thinking, is this... Was Toy Story a fluke? Is Pixar going to flop? <laughs> totally. <laughs> 
But yeah, that was... I mean, I, I like Francis because they had an arc. Although, while I do like Francis, I agree. Slim and Heimlich are the best parts. <laughs> the best circus bugs in the movie. Except for P.T. Fleet. I wrote down so many lines from both uh, from both Heimlich and Slim. Because I... I the the two opposites in many ways and and I love both of them I love the optimism of of Heimlich slow down you flowers and then I adore the dry sense of humor from 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 Slim like swish I swish them. clang clang <laughs> one of the best <laughs> the movie is when the circus bugs are trying to fly away from the colony and Flick is just holding on to Slim and he won't let go let go when uh, the circus bugs are trying to chase after uh, Hapu, Francis is carrying Slim, and they go through a tree, and suddenly, like, Francis loses uh, <laughs> yes. Slim. And, and it's like, I'm over here! I'm the only stick with eyeballs! And we don't see him. I was so tempted to pause that and actually see if he was in the shot. <laughs> I don't think he was actually in the shot. Oh, I don't would, believe he that was. Would have been I, a, I, I, I did pause. I didn't see him. I'm not, that's, I'm not saying that means he's not there. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't have the best quality watching it, but there's a chance he was there, but I don't think he was. I didn't see him. I remember watching this on Blu-ray and actually pausing through and trying to look through. As far as I can tell, I can't see the, the two eyeballs anywhere in there. And I think that's part of the joke. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't too crazy about Heimlich, but I definitely like Slim and I definitely like P.T. Flea. Yeah, P.T. Flea. But we got to talk about P.T. Flea. Yeah. Oh my John God. Ratzenberger's <laughs> finest performance, I think. Possibly even better than Ham. I, yeah, John Ratzenberger absolutely should be playing more incredibly greedy people. <laughs> he he, he knocked playing, it out of the park. Uh, he did a Mr. great Clash. job. And he, he's pretty much, like, greedy to the very end. He didn't have an arc. He just stayed, like, <laughs> like... <laughs> he just stayed the way he was. If you let me go, I'll yeah. think about paying you. <laughs> you always cast me as the broom, the pole, the stick, a splinter. You're a walking stick! It's funny! Now go! <laughs> you parasite. Oh, my God. I, I, I accept that pun, at least. Yeah, it's... It... It works. Just his yeah. energy in the role. Like, you could tell he puts everything into it. And that's yeah. probably why they kept made him a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Ham's more laid back and chill. But then you just see him as P.T. Flea, and he just goes off the walls. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, yeah. he's one of the highlights of the movie, and he should be in it more. And, and I understand that, like, Heimlich is probably going to be uh, hit and miss for for a lot of people. I find him funny, and yeah. a lot. Of, uh, Slim, <laughs> while probably the best and most recognizable of the circus bugs, um, it, he probably might be hit and miss for some people too. But it, it's really hard to not enjoy Slim and and PT Flea the most. If you're talking about Rankin, those two are, are absolutely in the top. Like, like yeah. I, I'm saying that the three of those are pretty much the only ones worth talking about. Yeah, the others yeah. are. <laughs> The Black Widows is not really doing the much. The Black Widow, boring. Really boring. Dude, so boring. You could make an argument that the Praying Mantis and the Butterfly are somewhat plot relevant, but other than that, there's not really think anything interesting about them. There's that sequence as the circus birds are running away, and then they get involved with the bird, and they try to ward off the bird. And I noticed that all of the bugs were utilized in this sequence, with the exception of the Praying Mantis. It seemed like, if anything, the Praying Mantis was the leader. 
if anything. Yeah, he was yeah. supposedly the leader, but at that point, it's, it's like the praying mantis just seemed to have like disappeared, and then at the very end, he shows up and he says, "That is the sound of applause." But yeah, either way, he was still kind of boring. The butterfly was even. The butterfly, I couldn't remember any of her lines. Yeah, I remember her visuals are cool, but it didn't really do much with her otherwise. No, no, it didn't. No. It was useful for warding off the bird, for confusing the bird uh, with her wings. And then she, uh, oh, and then she was involved in the, um, in the, the, the disappearing act. Again, plot relevant, but not really interesting. No, no. That might be a good clue to Andrew Stanton, circa 1996. Hey, you, listen, just because a character is relevant doesn't mean they're good. Yeah. <laughs> fish tank. We we will t- we'll, we'll get, get to that. We'll get there. But for now, uh, that 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 one. Okay, this really annoyed me about the fifth time that they played that exact same orchestral track that's supposed to show something you know whimsical or whatever is happening. It is really boring. You know which one I'm talking about? Oh my god. Yeah, that was done. That was done with it the second time they played it, and they used it at least four or five times. The music is forgettable, except for those. And this is where I should be mentioning the Randy Newman songs, but we already covered that. And those are the only memorable ones, and they're not memorable for the right reasons. For, for all the for all the poking fun at the Randy Newman songs in Toy Story One that I did, the music in the movie was good. I thought not, nothing spectacular, but I thought it was good. Randy Newman is better at music when he doesn't have his voice in it. Yeah, but the whole music for the whole thing for a Bug's Life, not memorable at all. The only, the only ones that are memorable are the ones that get used over and over again. And Randy Newman. I think the most interesting part of the movie was only around for about five minutes. Less. And that's the city. I'm going to say it. The, the, the city the city was a pretty interesting place, I guess. I mean, they, they did some things with it, but it's, we went back to the ant colony. Yeah, it doesn't really have that's, time to flick That's it visually out. appeasing. There, there, there is the part where Flick first got to the city. You could maybe see how the city works, but then it immediately went to the circus bugs. And then after the circus bugs, it immediately went to the tough guy bar or whatever. Yeah, you really don't like, get to see any of the city. The only part of the city you get to see is, don't look at the light. I can't help it. It's so beautiful. Which I think is the same trailer from Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc.? You know, like when a certain monster gets what, stuck. What? What? What did this monster think you speak of? There are only two Pixar films. Oh, shush! <laughs> I mean, at the moment, there are only two Pixar films: Toy Story and Gary's Game. I do have in my notes that mime bug was stupid and made me laugh. It was dumb, but at least it was interesting and made. And, and yeah, funny. it made me. It made me laugh because there were so many like bug jokes in the city sequence, and then that one didn't really have anything to do with it. It was just like. It was a mime that was trying to mock Flick, but <laughs> once once Flick walked away and the mime just stayed there, yes. it just <laughs> it just became a little sad and was funny. <laughs> I have this to say on the plot. Uh oh, are we going to the plot now? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, shoot. We will talk about the plot for Toy Story. It very much is a story about toys. The toys uh, interact with each other like it's an office environment. But there's no, like, human equivalence of something like Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody pines over, yet also has to hide from. Buzz life doesn't have to be about ants. 
It doesn't have to be about bugs. All of the plot points that you go along could easily just be about an inventor who doomed his little town from being attacked by a group of bikers because that's essentially what the grasshoppers are. They're now just to bikers. Even the bird, even this giant monster, it's just a rogue animal. Like, it's the, the bird is pretty much analogous to the crocodile from Peter Pan. Just like this, this ever-present fear for the villain that ultimately becomes his, uh, his undoing. I feel like that's why this movie kind of falls flat. It's way too analogous of other things, and it doesn't have nearly enough to work with of just being about bugs. My, my, my thing is that I, I don't mind so much that th- this is a movie that you could kind of put anything in, but my problem is is that it doesn't really have an identity. Mm. Mm-hmm. If Spoilers, but for a movie like Cars that 100% did not have to be about cars, at least that movie had an identity. I... The, the the people who live at Radiator Springs and everything that happens every day, you, it, it's very homey. It gives a homey feeling to that movie. But here? Mm. Here? I don't remember anything about anybody, just that the queen looked like Munch. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. Through the plot, the visuals, the characters, the voices, through everything, nothing about it had its own identity. That's fair. That's, that, fair. that's what my problem with what, what the plot is. It didn't have anything that separated it from anything else. It's just mm. a movie. I still defend A Bug's Life a little bit. I don't think it's as bad as... I wouldn't call it a bad movie. I would not call it a, the greatest movie ever made. It's certainly no Toy Story. I'm thankful it did well in the box office because it gave Pixar the confidence to do more films. But, yes, it is a product of the times. Yes, it there's a lot of problems with it and i will just say this if i watched toy story with my mom today she would have been engaged she would have watched it and still like actually paid attention to it but the whole time i watched the bug's life my mom was just on her phone that's a very good analogy it's the kind of movie that you watch in the background while you're on your phone and honestly Mm -hmm. i was on my phone at points too i will say this i will uh say something that i liked about the movie for once I i have here among the notes um, I, I, I recently, the, uh, I've been paying close attention to opening shots of movies recently because I just saw a movie recently. Through the opening shot, you had a very good idea of what the movie was about, and it was brilliant, and I loved it. So for this movie, I paid very close attention to the opening shot. And the opening shot is of a leaf falling into the water and the sounds of nature. And I thought, yeah, that's that's good. That's good. This is a movie. That works. This is, the, this, this is a movie where... Where nature happens, it's, 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 and it gives off a very good vibe of what the movie would be about is really predictable, and then it's just really predictable. A nature with gangster grass, like like mobsterish grasshoppers and circus bugs mm. and f- flammable fleas, flammable and, fleas. That's a good one. And a bug, New York City, <laughs> and a and a totally bug. nature, and a and a bug. <laughs> It's a great opening shot. Like especially, I really, really like, liked. I really liked it, and I feel like if it had actually more been a film, film about you know how nature actually works and not a bully movie, it could have worked a lot better. If you put your mindset to 1998, like the very first shot being a leaf falling into water, that had to have been breathtaking. Yes, oh, it's yeah. also very impressive for the time. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. It pans up to this gorgeous tree with all the foliage around it, and it just zooms and zooms and zooms, and then it, it eventually settles on this grass, and you see a little ant picking up some seeds and dropping them down, and that's the start of the film. Is, yeah. That's what this is about. Yes. This is about Fan- getting food. Fantastic. <laughs> and the closing shot ends with the same view of that, like a outer version of that island as well. And it looks, it looks just as gorgeous, except for the background. Yeah. Because the background yeah. is just like, the background feels like the generic hills that they would have had in like the Pixar shorts from the 1980s. Like it's so flat. It's very flat. It doesn't very. feel like it's a part of the same world. The actual like island, the, the actual like tree and such, it's gorgeous. Even today, like 20, 21 years later. Oh God, the film's 20, over 20 years old. Yes, the film turned 20 last year. Over 20 year. years old. The, the film is almost old enough to drink. It is old I'm enough old. to drink, actually. Well, and no, you're right. I wasn't, uh, you're right. It's old. So real quick before we get into what our final thoughts are, because we are a little low, uh, I'm sure this is a point we're all going to kick ourselves over if we don't talk about. So, how about Hopper's death? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> top ten Disney. Deaths. Deaths. Yeah, yeah. For all, for all the for all the negative I've been talking about the movie, I was uh, on the edge of my seat even still, 21 years later, almost. Yeah, even then I was like looking about it and I was like, oh god, this is terrifying. How do you make birds terrifying? It was big tonal whiplash because the rest of the movie is so saccharine like painfully so and then out of nowhere is this i think it's good but i I still really like it but at the same time i would almost argue that it's it's so sudden of a whiplash that it's out of place yeah i mean story-wise it makes sense yeah story-wise it makes sense but yeah oh yeah story-wise it makes perfect sense yeah Yeah. but i i don't know i liked it but it was one of those things where Maybe if just the rest of the movie was better, it wouldn't have been so out of nowhere. I mean, I still thought some of the grasshoppers were scary, so I could see it coming out of nowhere, but I I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it. <laughs> Maybe I'm used to the uh, random dark Disney deaths. The ending is the only part that scared me as a kid. That's 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 the big thing that I'm coming from. I understand I'm an adult now, but when I was a kid... Pixar made birds scary. How do you do that? Yeah, when, I was, when I was a kid, nothing in the movie scared me except for... Except for Hopper's death, when I was a kid, nothing scared me. That's, that's what I'm basing it off of, not not now. <laughs> Obviously, now, a lot of the things aren't going to frighten me. But when I was a kid, it was really only Hopper. Yeah, it, it's still, like, it's still like genuinely upsetting. Especially because, like, I just going along, there's just, like, Hopper, it's just screaming in anguish. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Yes, he's and, screaming it's, the whole it's... time. And, and Flick and What's-Her-Name are just like, ooh, that's bad. Flick knows what he's doing, though. He, like... He even smiles when the bird comes up, yeah. which is kind of yeah. Sick. He smiles at him. What a what a what a sadist! I wish that was the flick I mean, we had. To be fair, I wish that was the flick we had for the rest of the movie. When Hopper looks at the bird, he goes, "Oh, is this one of your tricks?" He's just like, "Yep." So happy to oh, yeah. trick Hopper into his own death. I wish this was the flick we had for the rest of the movie. I think I'm ready for final thoughts. What about you, Wash? Uh, we we haven't actually like talked into the animation much. Uh, aside from it just being like it was most definitely a, a step up, with the exception of texture, but you know they were they were still working on that. Yeah, fair enough, um, I guess. Everything looks great, and they they love the hell out of that rack focus. All the shots being in this like like crisp, shallow uh, focus. Yeah. Yes. Nothing, nothing about the visuals really stood out to me too much in the movie, but it did not look bad. I think it looks better than ants. <laughs> I'll say it. Oh, that, that's the comparison. That's for a whole other topic. Yeah, though. it is. It is a better looking movie than Ants. 
I feel like it's a better movie anyway than Ants. I mean, you don't have Woody Allen as an ant, but... Walken. Well, I don't really want to have Woody Allen as an ant. <laughs> I want General Christopher Walken, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Final thoughts. Yeah, uh, I guess I gotta t- if you don't have anything else to say... Well, I, I guess I can start. Yeah, the the movie's okay. It, it's it's fine. I don't I don't think it's necessarily bad. I there are some uh, parts of it that I still that I still enjoy. There's some like some of the smaller details, like I like the little um the school play that they set up and and all the little all the, all the, <laughs> the all the jokes that they have about like elementary plays. One of the only memorable parts of Dot was this one shot where she's in the background and uh, uh, the teacher's talking. And you can see her like twisting her eyes, like she's winking with one eye and then winking again with the other eye and just alternating back and forth. And nobody like acknowledges this. And she just like does that and then they just move on. It's just like a, like a funny little detail. It's, it's okay. I can't really hate it. The main character is very dull. Yes. I liked Slim a lot. <laughs> and I like, <laughs> and I like PT Flea a lot. Those two characters alone are kind of enough to carry the film. <laughs> uh, that's my thoughts. Um, random. Random bystander. Uh, again, this movie is very close to me, like, in my childhood, because mm. I watched it, argue possibly even more than Toy Story when I was a kid. Possibly. I don't know for sure. But, um, I it, it does feel like a product of the 90s at points. Mm. And now that I know that the writers of Hercules made this film, it explains so a lot about this film. <laughs> and yes, there are problems. The main character is boring. A lot of the ants are boring. It, 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 I, could, I could see why it doesn't come up on the list of classic Pixar films, even though it came before Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Incredibles, etc. Because it's... Right. It was their second film, and it's honestly forgotten. And there's never gonna be a Bugs Life two. Sorry, but there's um, never gonna be a Bugs Life two. No, I uh, I do um, enjoy uh, Fran- uh, not Francis. Um, I mean, I mean Francis is cool, but I enjoy uh, Slim and PT Flea as well, and I enjoy Hopper. Hopper's performance is like and Hopper yeah. as a villain is great. Yes, almost as evil as the person who voiced him. Yeah, waka waka. I was waiting for that someone to say that, <sighs> but it's alright. It makes the bird death a lot easier to watch. <laughs> yes, I I will say that it, it gave a, a tiny Valid bit point. of satisfaction. <laughs> yes, I I, I was so the... tempted to not say that when you were talking about that, but, but hey, we're there. I'm glad you saved it there. for this moment. That that worked out really well. But um. Yeah, I like it, but yeah, it's not as it's not that it's okay. It's okay. It's 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 okay to be nostalgic about it. I can understand that. Yeah, because absolutely. It, absolutely. It, it does. It's better than it, the Good Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wow. wait to get to Good Dinosaur. We have so much to talk about with with, with a Good Dinosaur, but that's like oh, that, that's like he's like, turning into a monster. Oh, that's like. That was like 15 films away. We got a long way to go okay. before we get to the downfall. I'm not paying for that film. <laughs> Your turn, Kirby. Oh, oh, my turn. Okay. I uh, voice my opinion on the movie plenty throughout. Uh, you sickeningly, sickeningly saccharine to describe a lot of it at one point. I should have used sickeningly saccharine to describe more of the movie because that was ultimately what I thought of it. 
I thought the characters, how are they, how they were designed, how they talked, what they said, what they did. It was just, uh, did not like the story, did not like the vast majority of the characters, did not like a lot of the directions it went, did not like a lot of things about the movie. If you like the movie, I get it. The saying a movie is bad doesn't really make sense because just because I don't like it doesn't mean nobody can like it. And I know a lot of people like it, so I understand that. To me, ultimately, the point of media is to get invested. Care. If you can't care, why even bother? I care about... I cared for a lot of movies that I don't particularly like. I can't think of too many Pixar examples because I like a lot of Pixar movies. But I, I did not care here. It's not the worst. I, th- I think being offensive is the worst thing, and this is certainly not an offensive movie. It's very safe, which is another problem with it. No, it's not. It's very safe. For the, mo- for the most part, no. But I-, I would rather have a movie that's just kind of bad than have a movie that I don't really care about. So coming back to this movie, I'm actually not happy that I watched it again because I liked it before wow. coming into it. I had a high... Not even... I didn't have any hopes coming into it. I just remember coming into it thinking, all right, another Pixar movie. And I left thinking, I really don't like this. I really did not like Mm. this movie. There are some things that I like about it, but like a scoopful of things that I liked. And then all these other things that I didn't like. I'm not going to say I think it's a good movie because I grew up with it and it's Pixar. Grew up with it. I loved it as a kid. It's time to move on. I'm not a kid anymore. And no, I think the movie is not good. If you like it, all the power to you. Uh, think what you think. Be your own person. With different opinions are how we live and grow as a society, as people. Mm. But I don't like it. In my opinion, it is a bad film. We can at least work with a film that's bad in an interesting way, rather than bad because it's boring. Yeah. At the 30-minute mark, my uh, my dryer stopped, and I had to for laundry, and I had to take it out. And when I came back, I saw I was at the 33-minute mark, and I thought, that's it? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the so, notes I have written down. <laughs> a lot of things were good about the movie, but that doesn't mean the whole movie was good. No. Yeah. that I think that sums, how you summed it up is kind of that represents A Bug's Life very well. And with that, we are done talking about A Bug's yes. Life, and not just because... Uh, I, I, I think this go. is a surprise to neither of you, uh, but rankings. Toy Story, Bug's Life. Bug's Don't Life is on the bottom. Bugs Life is on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next well, we, week, we agree on that. That's good. <laughs> next week, we will be talking about Toy Story next week. 2. I, I'm down to do this once a week. I'm super down to do this once a week. This is, I, I just assume. A Bugs Life itself, yeah, I didn't care about, but the process of watching the movie so that I could talk with you about it, you two about it, was well, that, <laughs> I, I could not wait to do this. Even though I did it, even though I was so negative, I loved doing this. So I'm super yeah, down to doing yeah. this once a week. Yes. And yeah. I'll maybe not do a schedule stream the same time we do this because. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to do Jackbox. Yeah, you gotta I go on Jackbox and be I like, was supposed to start at eight thirty. She hates Bugs Life. For the folks listening at home, please go to Twitch.tv random bystander here <laughs> to watch. Uh, what is it? Love, laughs, and lots of fun. <laughs> I'm here to bring Street you love, life, and entertainment. That's 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 my version. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of entertainment. Lots of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yes, please be sure to watch Twitch.tv slash random bystander here. All right. And Next week is Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. And I, and oh, boy. 
I am genuinely looking forward to this because I haven't seen Toy Story 2 in quite a while. So I really want to know what my what my impression is. I'm, 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 I'm half super looking forward to it, and I'm also a little worried because, as stupid as this mm. sounds, I have been watching the heck out of a YouTube poop for Toy Story 2. So I know that whenever <laughs> I'm watching Toy Story 2, all I'm going to be thinking about is that video. There's one particular moment of Toy Story 2 that I shouldn't laugh at, but I know. That too. That now. too. I know we're going to laugh there. talking about. I know we're going to laugh at that point. When we get to that. Yeah, when we got to that. But for now, thank you very much for listening to our podcast on Pixar on the uh, A Buzz Life 1998. I am The Watch. I am Random Bystander here. And it's Kirby Fan here. And we will see you all next time. Next time. Bye. All right, I'm hitting the stop button.